Hello, I'm Stephen Morrow. And I'm Christopher Philippi. And this is The The Podcast Podcast with Benefits. On today's episode, we talk about... Arousing and alluring alliteration. Polyamorous permission. Period piece pornographies. And what you should never, ever do with chapstick. Unless you want to get married. Steven. Hello. How are you? I am alive. It's uh, usually good. It's <laughs> usually. Positive. It's uh it's increasingly more impressive. That's like my go-to phrase, I guess. Sure. Uh but yeah. I'm I'm hanging in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Same. So yeah, hanging in there. You know, one day at a time, bit by bit. Getting closer to uh Christmas. Yeah, I'm excited to be in 2021. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a... I mean, it's not going to change anything really at all, but... <laughs> but we'll feel like it's changed, you know? Yeah, we'll, and that's like, what's we'll most feel important. feel that progress. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll no longer be stuck in this 2020 hellscape. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like when I imagine myself out out of this year, like, it's it's blank. I just can't, I can't fathom it. Sure. Uh, sure. But, you know, it's, we're getting there. That's so right. It is inevitable. Day by day. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so I'm just going to jump right into it. I, I had an experience recently that I wanted to run by you and see if you had any, uh, any input or advice or if you've run into this before. Um, but... Yeah, so uh, for for those who don't know, um, I am in an open marriage. Um, I I tend to lean more towards polyamory. That's just how I feel. I naturally jive. I don't. I I, I just that's just how I feel. I guess. Um, not to say that that's the only way. It's not my way or the highway. It's just if you're going to drive on this highway, then you should probably be okay with that. Um, <laughs> but I've run into this issue where if I'm interacting with somebody, even after they're aware of the fact that I'm in an open marriage and that you know I and polyamorous and that this is okay the moment that the conversation turns a little bit more like flirtatious they like the other person is hesitant because they feel like they're contributing to somebody cheating and then I have to like talk them down basically I have to be like oh well no this is fine, we have an agreement, this is okay, uh, and it, it reached, like, a point recently where I actually got, like, very upset, because this has, this has happened, like, multiple times, uh, with different people, but with this one individual, I got upset because, 
I don't know. I just felt like it was. It's your section. You wanted it now. <laughs> well, it, it it wasn't that. Yes, but it wasn't. It wasn't just that. It was. Um, I. I started to feel like, whether they intended to or not, they were invalidating my relationship. It's almost sure. like they're like, oh well, there's no possible way that this is okay. That like okay. there's no possible way. You're definitely cheating. And I'm like, no. All right. I'm not. Let's, <laughs> let's take a few steps back then. Let's let's kind of examine it. Uh, what is the specific agreement you have with your husband? So Andreas and I are allowed to talk to other people and flirt with other people. Basically we're able to do whatever we want um, with another person. However, once it becomes physical in person, then uh, we are expected to communicate that to the other person. Before or after it happens? Uh, before. before. Okay. All right. So that, that's phase one. All right. Now, when you are engaging with these random individuals uh, that you've got an interest in and you explain this process this conversation this agreement you've had with Andreas um, do you explain it like that? Yeah uh, usually uh, maybe not word for word but um, in almost every instance that I'm doing this it's with somebody uh, not physically, like over the internet, we're just like talking or hanging out or like virtually, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost always just like these are people that I've hooked up with in the past while traveling, while doing the whole convention thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like a a catalog of individuals. Yeah, yeah, you have your go tos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and every book. now and then, uh, every now and then, when I'm in a certain mood. And I need to come, uh, and Andreas is not readily available. Uh, then you know, I I open the catalog, I see what's in stock, and I order the item. You uh, are it's the way you describe things <laughs> is very off-putting, sir. Okay, so, I'm trying. Okay, so the reason why I'm I'm using words like that is because I want to, uh, I. It, for me, I separate uh, getting off from being like romantically with somebody. And in a lot of these instances, yeah, I care about these people. They're my friends. However, in these instances, I just want to come. Like right. it's just, <laughs> it's just that. I uh, and uh, so using these terms that make it sound very. Uh, robotic and loveless yeah yeah it, it's because literally it's porn for me it is right but uh, interactive porn yeah but okay so let me let's take a step back again um <laughs> well it's just i don't want to get too far away from the, the subject um sorry i so, know we're just like diving in but <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> this has there's, been on my there's, mind. there's a lot to unpack with all this and 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 your your uh i don't know uh dogmatic attitude towards coming uh, with somebody else. Anyway, that's a whole other episode. At the meat of the issue, though, is is communication with 
uh, all parties involved for coming. And uh, so is uh, Andreas okay with being confronted by these people? Like if you had said, hey, I need you to sign off in person uh, on this hand job or this, you know, this virtual uh, come virtual session. Hand job. Right, right. This, you know, because for for whatever reason, and we'll get into that in a moment. Your different tactics you could try, different approaches you could try to to explain that and be sincere and genuine. But at a base level, you know, worst case scenario, can Andreas? Uh, pop in on a conversation, say, "Hey, we're married. I love him, and you're okay to come together." Uh, you know, is would he be okay with that, or is that because in some in some open relationships and some and polyamory, some people just are like, oh, "I'm okay with you if you do it. I just don't want to see it or know who it is or anything like that." Yeah. So, uh, so granted, I haven't I haven't brought that up to Andreas the idea of him you know giving somebody the stamp of approval I guess or yeah, the permission you know. right uh, so like I don't know I feel like that would be even weirder for everyone involved because yeah then it's like I mean that that would be like me every time that I go to jerk off I like send whatever porn I'm looking at to Andreas and I'm like hey I'm jerking off to this Uh depending on the levels of communication and inclusion some people can that knowing having that comfort it, it it really depends on the individuals and i'm making broad assumptions but this is most likely a very specific issue for each individual person that is yeah. having a problem with this um but that is i, th- I mean i think with andreas giving a, you know a blanket permission it doesn't have to be in that moment obviously it can be he, he can, you know, you can get with who, with your black book of people, your, your your list of 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 pornographic material of living your your group of living porno, and and say, hey, would you be okay if if Andres hopped on this this call with us and hung out for a little bit? And in that time, Andreas gives everyone permission to to do whatever's going to happen later on. That way, you're not ruining the moment when it comes when you come. Um, but that way the conversation is had, I think, because obviously if the, if Andreas is saying it direct from his mouth to the listener, there's no, nothing to refute. That's fair. Uh, and, and that is a good idea. I just, uh, I don't know. Almost every time that I'm talking to these people, it's, it's when Andreas isn't available because me personally, I, I prefer Andreas. That's why you married him, yeah. Um, no, and I understand so. <laughs> that it's due to his lack of uh, availability. However, yeah. while, you know, you could just do a homework session while he is home one day and you've already come, say, hey, would you mind if we call up X, Y, and Z, these folks who are my regular go-tos, so that, because this has been an issue in the past, and I would appreciate it. I mean, you know, it's a little bit a bit of extra legwork, but, but the most important thing, number one, is if Andreas is okay with talking to those those people? Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would a, I would have to question. ask him, and we'll uh, have to I know follow that, up on that. I know that I'm like I'm a little uncomfortable with that just because it's 
I don't know. To me, again, it, it's like it's like showing him porn. And I know, so, I know that, that okay. th- these are these are human beings. That is I, no. That I, is I another question. That. That um, is another these question. are human beings. Oh, they yeah. are more than just pornographic. Are you comfortable with um, it? That's an even better question. I mean, yeah, you're you're just, you're comfortable enough to tell them that you're 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 obviously you're, you're not lying to them. You want to be as ethical as possible. You want to say you know that you're married, but no matter what you do, you can't convince them. Apparently, which we need to work on your selling ability, your sales skills. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not comfortable, that's, that's kind of a whole nother conversation. I don't know. Cause like, I mean, I've been on, cause they're also my friends. I just, I consider these like different kinds of interactions. There's like the friendly interaction and then there's the sexual interaction. And I kind of like, I compartmentalize those aspects of my life unless, mm-hmm. unless I'm getting, all of it from one person and then I kind of wrap it up into one but if if I don't want those to be wrapped into one like if it's not a serious thing then I try to compartmentalize my emotions if that makes sense because for all intents and purposes I do love these people but I don't love them to the extent that I love Andreas Uh, and if I did then I would invite them in to my life as you know a, a second or a third or whatever for a relationship um but because i don't love them on that intimate of a level it you know th- these are these are friends and with that being said though i still i still hang out with these friends i mean they it's long distance so you know we we've do phone calls or whatever and when that happens sometimes andreas is around and i put them on speakerphone and we all talk so that's fine but those moments are not painted with you know the the colors of sex i guess it's not um the context is not sexual and you know it's not it's not that kind of thing. And when, when Andreas is like, oh, who are you talking to? I, I, I just say, oh, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then and then that's it. And then we just kind of like talk as friends do, I guess. Uh, but so like, that's, not, that's not something that we explicitly... Your only issue... What is your issue with using Andreas's permission? In, like in an actual... You know, first-person scenario where Andreas himself gives active permission to the other person. I mean, it's not necessarily an issue as much as, like, it just doesn't organically come up, I guess. Because, like, when whenever Andreas is present, it's not, like, that's not what's on my mind, if that sure. makes sense. Uh, Do in the same have, way that, like... Let's say, let's, I mean, just for hypothetical purposes, uh, you know... To keep math simple, I mean, do you have, say you have 10 friends that you call to come when Andreas isn't around. Are there like a top three, like favorites that you go to that are like, man, you know, you really love cranking it to these people? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's a, it's a rotating kind of catalog. It's seasonal. Okay. See, okay. Uh, <laughs> It depends on. So you don't uh, revisit the same well more than a few times uh, before going on to the next one, and it's going to be a while before you come back to that. 
Yeah, in most cases, I would say that's true. Yes. Okay, so that then the okay then that that okay that kind of solves that problem. It doesn't. You you can't unless you're making lots of phone calls. Like okay, you know it's it's the sixteenth. Me and Andreas, we're gonna go through our fucking phone book here, and you're just gonna call up every single friend that I have that I might fucking crank one out to one day, and you're gonna give them explicit permission. That's not feasible. It's not tenable. It's not gonna work. Yeah, it all just kind of happened. Everything happens organically. And, sure. like, there's sort of an ebb and flow. Okay. Uh, oftentimes, like, these people might get into a relationship. Then, and then and then they'll be like, hey, I'm in a relationship now. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. I respect that. And then, you know, okay. later on down the line, they're like, hey, I'm available now. And then it's fine. But I don't, um, I don't know that you'll be capable of doing this, but I'd like to give it a try. Okay? I'd like to do a little exercise if you're willing. Okay. I would like you to try to convince me to do something right now, and I'm oh. going to play the part of, oh, no, you're married. So I want to just hear what you're going to say. I don't know if you're going to be able to do it, because oh, I feel like geez. you're going to be laughing. But And if you don't yeah. want to do that, we can we can pass this exercise for now and try again later. Uh, I mean, we can try it. It's just going to be weird because, like... You're not in that know. headspace. I get it. It's, we're not yeah. yet, you know, you're not in the mood. I'm Obviously. the opposite of horny right now. I, oh, ouch. Like, no, no, it's not because of you. <laughs> it's just been that kind of day. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just... Also, I'm like... I'm, I'm fresh out of a hangover. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, we were talking about this a little bit It's okay, you've got to dry your hair, Stephen. I get it. I'm not the one. <laughs> it's fine. I'll move on. <laughs> okay, um, well then, then... Okay, so just... To, what are it? It always comes back to then. Do the conversations ever have any echoes of other conversations? Do they ever, you know, repeat themselves? What are you getting hung up on? I guess what I'm hung up on, and this is this is, I guess, a larger thing. I I don't think that any of these individuals mean any harm. I don't think that they're. I I, I think that it's really just me interpreting it as something that it probably isn't. But this is still the way that I feel about it, and that is still valid to me, whether it's an accurate perception of the other individual. But I, I just back when I was dating normally, uh, <laughs> like when I was on like dating apps and things. I, I don't have any dating apps currently, um, but back when I was on dating apps, I noticed a lot of like just individuals invalidating type like different types of relationships or orientations and this idea of like talking down to somebody like oh you're not really bisexual uh you just haven't had the right dick or you just haven't had the right vagina uh or um things like that or uh and and that's obviously not my personal experience but just things that I've witnessed from other people but um, something that I have experienced is this idea that, oh, well, you're not actually polyamorous. You don't actually have these feelings. You just want to whore around. Or um, or one of my favorites, uh, spoiler alert, it's not my favorite. It's this idea of, oh, well, you're just, you're just cheating on somebody. And you're just pretending that it's this thing that it's not. Uh, and it, it's like this idea that uh, it, people can't 
think outside of their own experience. So uh, it's the same problem with with a lot of like homophobia, where people are like, "Oh, well, you can't possibly be gay because because I'm not." <laughs> like it's like that right. weird thing where, well, "Oh, you okay. can't possibly be having these these emotions or these this kind of experience because that's just so foreign to me." And I wish that uh, I I wish I could portray it to, to people in a way that's succinct and understandable how I'm feeling in a way that can, you know, make everybody comfortable. Uh, and uh, I guess navigating that is proving to be kind of difficult. Absolutely. Now, I would hope that uh, it, polyamory is is becoming more and more mainstream, becoming more and more well-known. Uh, before that, though, I mean, we've had decades of just cheating spouses and and cheating monogamous partners um you know it was really either you're a swinger or you're monogamous or you're not in a relationship and so now we are now that we have more vocabulary and we're exploring more and and knowing more about what really is is a is true and what's out there people are trying to get comfortable with trying to understand it uh, however, you know they still have those old hang-ups that exist, and so, you know, ethical polyamory um, is—it's—it's it's going to take some time, and you've just got to try to work through that. So I don't think that it's necessarily they—they they think you're cheating because they don't know how to not cheat or they don't know how to be polyamorous. It's just that there was. A, it was what was known, you know, it was what was out there. So you just have to, you have to try to talk to them. Now, obviously that's not sexy. I mean, you know, trying to convince somebody, uh, that you're not actually cheating is really going to take everybody out of the mood. Yeah. That's Um, a big boner killer right there. Right. Right. I actually, I think I have, uh, Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it just dawned on me that I had saved this conversation because this was done through messages. It was on Snapchat, but okay. Uh, so I'm gonna hold on. I've, I've got another solution for you uh, because okay, again, I, I don't think that through. Com- I mean, like, there's uh, one thing that you can do is those those folks who are genuinely are your friends and that you have regular conversations with but something comes up organically is you can kind of allow them to call the bluff that they think, you know, call your alleged bluff and say, I implore you next time Andreas is around when we're all talking, I'll bring it up or you can bring it up and I'll be happy to, to discuss it. Cause that way you're, it's, you're taking that off of you know, the moment and you can say, "Hey, I, you know, I want this to happen, and you have doubts whether Andreas will permit it, but I encourage you to reach out to Andreas after the fact." <laughs> yeah. Which still it sounds really thirsty, but I mean, obviously you're you're thirsting at that moment. Okay. That's one thing. That wasn't my. That wasn't my my final solution i've got one more but i want to hear this conversation via the text thread 
Uh, okay, you... so um, so because this is Snapchat, uh, only certain things saved, and none of it was saved by me. Um, they chose to save a basically like the the final thing. It's a good chunk of it. Um, so this is all thing. This is all what I said. Um, and I don't remember the exact quotes of the entire conversation, but just imagine the situation leading up to me eventually saying this. I said, it's just the idea that this consensual thing seems so foreign to people that they're put off by it. I don't know, it just feels reminiscent of certain things that make me feel kind of judged. It's like sometimes I feel like I have to go out of my way to prove to people that a gay relationship is legit. And we're also in an interracial relationship, and that has its own baggage when it comes to general acceptance. And then I go on to say, I literally had to make a case to the United States government that we actually love each other because he's from Mexico. And now I feel like an added layer to that is the notion that we're in an open relationship. And then I apologized for the wall of text. Um, I told him that I wasn't mad at them. I was basically, at this point, I was just getting it all out there because I didn't realize that all of this was bottled up. Um... But anyways, I said, it's just two consenting adults deciding to do things. I would give a whole spiel about how the only actual rules that exist are the rules we give ourselves, and that far too often rules and that far too often rules for behavior, identity, and relationships are given to us rather than decided by us. But I'll spare you the philosophical speech and just say that these things shouldn't matter and that it's all the individual's own prerogative. With that being said, it's the same with you. Your decision to participate or not is entirely yours, and you have the right to make that decision. But I was just saying that I really do appreciate... Uh, I Basically, I'm saying that I, I appreciate us doing things. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'll spare you the deal. Yeah, thanks for censoring yourself, yeah. I mean, it's fine. You can Whatever you're comfortable with putting out there, I don't care. I just want to make sure you didn't, you know, no identity was released. But, uh, so, but yeah, so that's, that's basically like the, after listening the, to that, I definitely want to masturbate with you. I'm like, man, I'm rock hard over here. Let's crank one out. No, we did not. After this. <laughs> I, I really you don't <laughs> say, to say, huh? <laughs> after reading all that, that you didn't fucking immediately just orgasm in your pants right there. And we haven't since then. Huh. But see, see, that's what sucks, though, is like, like that's that's another part of it, too. I feel like having these conversations, which are very important, but I feel like having these conversations just, it kind of ruins it. It's a bonus <laughs> like, killer, absolutely. So, okay, a few, a few branches, then. Number one is that, yeah, once you see yourself going down this road of, of if they, if they spike the ball and say you're not actually being... Uh, polyamorous like I feel that you're just being unethical and cheating on your spouse or running around on them you pretty much just have to put it back in your pants right there and zip it up and if you want to continue on with that conversation that you just had with this individual you can have that conversation and try to enlighten them and try to educate them but most likely you're just going to put them off Uh, even if they do learn something you might burn that relationship and so that's kind of up to you no, I mean, I will say case. they never specifically said those things. 
they they just I, said I'm getting I'm going to get to that yeah, I'm okay. going to get to that for sure no um, okay so I'll go ahead and get I'll tackle that one right now uh, I, I this comes from a place of love and absolute uh, purity and I hope you don't take it any other way but I would recommend going to counseling or therapy I went to therapy for many 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 years and I would love to go I'm good I plan on going back uh, once I can get some good insurance um, I recommend therapy for lots of reasons and for lots of people uh, because you just need someone to talk to who's a professional who can help you navigate these thoughts but it sounds like you've got a lot of pent-up frustration and anger at the government and at the world <laughs> um, because of what you've had to go through to just be in love with who you love um, and <laughs> whether you take it out on every single person that you're trying to masturbate with or not, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's actually, that's foreplay for me right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. You motherfucker. I love my husband and you're going to let it happen. We're in an interrelation, <laughs> interracial relationship that crosses countries and borders. Fuck you. Oh, geez. So no, this, this person, I actually, I consider this person to be a, a pretty good friend. Uh, we've been friends for uh, a little while actually. And, uh, I think that's why I ended up kind of having this conversation with them because Being as curt as you were. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I mean, I that's the only time that I've had that conversation like that in that depth. Okay, okay. With, I wasn't sure. I was like, Jesus, you're uh, reading in the riot act every no, time you so, want to fucking come. And and the reason why is because again, I'm I'm fairly close to this person. I consider them to be a good friend. Uh, you know, we we talk about other things too it's not just this so uh and and like also uh even though we haven't done anything like that since this conversation um which was i think like two weeks ago to give it a time frame it was uh i because i had mentioned that i had a topic to you and this was this was one of those topics but anyways um We've still we've chatted since then, just not in a sexual way. Like it's just, just okay. That's good. Talking, yeah, that's we're good. Talking you, about you don't video games bridge. and things. But I do, um, I do recommend honestly going to counseling or therapy uh, because just from that alone, I mean, somebody who is much more educated than myself is going to be able to listen to all all of your your concerns and the things that you're carrying and give you a, a healthy outlet for them. Um, not that I'm worried about you at the, uh, on any level, but it's just, it's a good thing. You know, like people turn to, to therapy when like something drastic has happened, but I don't think that that's necessarily needed. I mean, um, normalizing going to therapy is a, a thing that needs to happen. Uh, Can we normalize therapy being free? Right. Uh, Cause yeah, that's lots the... of things being free. That's the main hurdle for me, actually. Sure. Because uh, sure. I mean, ideally, I would, I would regularly have therapy sessions. Like I would have a, a therapist on speed dial, basically. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that poor therapist. I, uh, I mean, but I, 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 I feel like moments like like that that I had with my friend, and moments like this that I'm having with you now, I consider this to be therapeutic. Like Absolutely. I consider this to be a, a healthy outlet, and yes, I'm sharing this with the world, I guess. But 
uh, still, like, I, I consider these kinds of things to be equally as valuable. And um, not, the, the therapy aspect isn't necessarily about privacy. It's about a professional, trained person who can help. I'm just, an, you know, a jackass with a microphone. Uh, and I, I know I, you. I and think I, you're selling yourself short, though. I think I, you've got a lot of really good advice. And half the time, now, I'm, I'm not, I am not in any way uh, trying to, what's the word, discount? To mm-hmm. I, I'm not in any way trying to invalidate the profession of a therapist or a counselor or anything like that. But it, for me, at least, the majority of it is just having somebody who listens and you are are very good at being somebody who listens and kind of gives that space. I, I, I think that's why... And I, I attribute a lot of that to years of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you're just the conduit. You're the middleman. I'm, yeah. I'm getting the same thing. It's just it being filtered through you. I Absolutely. Think. No, I, and I, right, right, yeah. I'm your adjunct therapist. Absolutely great. Yay for me. Um, <laughs> no, it's, yeah, I... I, I completely understand. A lot of people think it's just somebody to talk to, and that and really it is. I mean, you know, it's it's somebody who is trained to be able to listen to you. So it, not everybody has that friend that they can turn to and is a good listener. Some of them will encourage them to go light that person's house on fire for not letting you come with them, and that's not a good headspace to be in. Like, yeah, that's some people will, will feed into and or put their own. <clears throat> Goggle. I mean, ever you're going to have implicit biases. You're going to put your own spin on that, that information that you give to somebody, that advice that you give to somebody. Um, you know, depending. It also depends on your mood. Whereas a, 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 a therapist is trained to be as as unbiased as possible and try to keep you healthy and happy. But I digress. I'm always here for you, Stephen. You're my guy. You're my you're my canary in the mine. You you keep me honest. Um, but well, I um, appreciate you being here yeah, and thanks. and listening when I have problems coming. Anytime, well, well, <laughs> anytime, I guess. <laughs> anytime? Question mark? Maybe. <laughs> um, my my final solution um, for for your predicament is that you get a recording, be it audio or visual. Is this for of, the podcast? <laughs> of Andreas. Oh, like a like a pre-recorded a pre-recorded message. message saying, "Hello friend. <laughs> I am in a I am in a relationship, an open relationship <laughs> with Steven. Like maybe you could be on the camera too or like you could like hold today's paper up with a gun pointed to Andreas's head. No, I'm kidding. Jesus. No, um but put it, Greetings, you know, just ha- ha- have it be just a genuine message from Andrea saying, "Hey, I endorse this message. Please take care of my husband. I'm busy uh, at work right now. Crack one out with him." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> what one would say at that. You might have to take a few, have a few takes, have a few scripts and rewrites. But see uh, that I. So I like that. However, um, it's a little less sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also there's uh not that I distrust myself, but um 
I <laughs> this sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's also this idea of you know this is that all of this because we are you know we're married we're in a relationship together all of this is subject to change if either one of us decides otherwise. Sure. And I feel like having a recording of a thing, like having a thing that is then out there uh, is like, you know, like, I mean, what if that ends up somewhere else? It's almost like, like sending nudes, for example, or I don't know. Like, I, I know what you're saying is you don't trust yourself with that power. Should, should the, the ability be revoked, not revoked necessarily, but should the agreement change or should comfort levels change or, or uh, you know, consent change. Yeah, it's almost like you don't trust yourself not it, to use it. Gives it that permanence, and it's kind of like, well, but you know, yeah, if he changes his mind, or you know, if I change my mind, or whatever. Well, an even less sexy layer would be to say, you know, for the month of <laughs> December in the year 2020, I give Stephen full permission. Anything beyond this date. Please verify with your local Andreas. I like the idea of there being a very strange YouTube channel where it's nothing but the monthly video (laughs) of Andreas giving permission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Please visit this link to get permission to masturbate with me. If there is no monthly video, (laughs) the answer is no. They have to like fill out a survey and yeah. If you'd like permission, please reach out to your local Andreas. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, we're bogging it down. Obviously, I'm just trying to help you get laid, my friend. Like it's, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you really just have to work on your conversation skills and get that person more comfortable. I think you're maybe going in too hot and heavy. I mean, this person, this Knowing, person, they, I, I have a feeling that we're going to do things again. It's just, you know, that it was just in the moment I was, I had my own pent up things. But aside uh, from that person, it sounds, I mean, you've had this issue yeah. enough to where you're coming to, to me to discuss it. So yeah. how, if you had to guess, how many times have you been impeded by the fact that they believe you are being dishonest? Uh, it's a good handful, actually. And I mean, so it. <laughs> It's funny big... because you're talking about masturbating. Uh, well, in that case, it's it's a... Don't, don't, just stop talking about your small dick. <laughs> Come on. What else? Do you, I mean, how many? Like, really, six, seven? What? How many just times? A handful. I don't know. I, I, I don't... I'm, I'm really bad with numbers. I'm, okay. I'm a visual That's person. Fine. That's fine. A handful. A handful. Uh, <laughs> but... I don't know. I have you ever been in a situation where you had to, you felt like you had to explain your relationship, or like you felt like you needed to validate it to somebody else? And how did that make you feel? When I was uh, in an aforementioned in a previous episode, I had mentioned that I, I was in an open relationship with uh, an ex-fiance that when that relationship was not going well. We opened things up, and yes, I, I had had that conversation with with somebody else. Um, and it did, I because I was very un uh, untrained and not used to that conversation. It definitely sounded pretty skeevy. <laughs> like it was like, so uh, I'm definitely in an open relationship. Uh, and it, like it didn't go well. Um, 
And it's hard though. Like even even if you've had this conversation multiple times, sometimes it can just kind of it it gets grating almost. Like I don't know. Practice. I mean, like as far as you know, you want you'll want to just practice in the mirror, practice with other people, having that conversation because you want to feel natural uh, with that conversation. And you want to say things with confidence, honestly. And and that is that that right there, knowing. I mean, because I know you, and I've known you for a long time, you are a very capable and skilled and intelligent individual. However, you sound I was waiting for the however. <laughs> you sound very unsure of yourself all of the time. You you don't speak with confidence about things. And so it's you always sound unsure of yourself, and so when you're saying that Andreas is allows this to happen, that could be coming through as well. That's that's def, I realize that now honestly, um, you might be saying it like, well, and- Andreas is okay with it, <laughs> <laughs> is he? Because you don't sound too sure. I think that's a. I think that's a habit that I picked up on, uh, like, through a lot of different things that I've done. I've just kind of been thrown into it, and uh, this is totally outside of, you know, sex or relationships, Mm -hmm. but um, a lot of it is, like, work stuff, like career things. Sure. Uh, where I would be thrown into a situation and kind of forced to figure it out, and then people would ask me questions as if I was in charge but i guess at the time i was and it would just be like oh are you doing this thing and it's like yes maybe yes I, I am but as i mean <laughs> and then as, like yeah. i don't yeah. know also i i like i like science and this is <laughs> this sounds what? so random <laughs> hold on <What? laughs> hold on this sounds so random. What in the fuck uh, just happened <laughs> <laughs> just wait just wait <laughs> hold on i got to collect my i love lamp <laughs> I, I like science and um and i i like uh you know th- those kinds of things and the more that i learn the more that i realize that there's no 100 percent for like almost yeah. anything sure. there is like 100 percent is is an improbability yeah and so it, it's it's very difficult for me to 100% state a thing. I have yeah. to give a little bit of room, a little bit of wiggle room for anomalies. So uh, and <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. First off, you have to give yourself permission to be wrong. Secondly, yeah, but if you're aware that, if you're aware of a fact, then you're not going to get laid, Stephen. <laughs> I mean, you don't go to the club like, hey. You only get laid if you're wrong. You only get laid if you're fucking act like you're fucking right. Even oh. if you, there is like an irrefutable fact behind you that it's you're wrong, but if you fucking know you're right in your brain and your heart and your soul and your cock, if you fucking know that you're right, that that does more for you than anything else. Well, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. I. You can't. 
I, I mean, I can't be 100% sure. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, this, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. If you're trying to get laid, yeah, you really got to just kind of beef up the confidence a bit, I think. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I have I'm oversimplifying it to be getting laid rather than some agreement of, of internet masturbation or whatever, whatever floats your boat at the time, whatever you're shopping for on the menu but in the catalog yeah it's a sears catalog <laughs> do those still exist uh i don't think so mm. and they, i mean the catalogs are definitely making a comeback i think digital <laughs> digital catalogs uh websites as they were i'm sorry it's just the use of the word comeback uh, comeback. <laughs> uh we're children no it's yeah i mean the, this this material is rife with double entendre. It's great. It's I'm sure favorite. the audience is, you know, plays. There's ones that we don't catch. I know that uh, uh, one of uh, a listener of ours uh, mentioned like a couple times where they were like, "I was waiting for someone to call it out, but no one would call it out." Like a certain, you know, we had said we had mentioned something. Oh, what was it? I I, I believe it was. Uh, when uh, when Emily was on, I, I don't remember the specific thing, but they they definitely called it out a couple times, and I I uh. eventually mentioned it. Oh, it was it was the depends. That's what it was. It was depends. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Uh, depends was mentioned earlier than uh, you know than I had I had called it out, and uh, this listener was screaming <laughs> the word depends <laughs> while listening. And, uh, just, I like to imagine them like grocery shopping and they're listening with headphones and yeah. they're just depends! Depends! depends. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's actually we should so uh for those of you listening at home uh and only while at home or in a in a space where you're able to do this um if you feel like it you can turn this into a drinking game. Every time you hear a double entendre, take a shot. Or a sip of your beer or whatever. Jesus, a shot? Are you trying to kill people, Stephen? I'm just trying to, you know, just... Just trying to get laid later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know, make my comeback. Hey, it reminds me, actually, that that same listener um, asked me to speak about something. And I was going to kind of wait until... um, we had another we had we because we've we've been getting a little bit of feedback uh, from the show and it's been wonderful so far and thank you everybody for listening. Um, but I had a listener ask uh, me to to expand further on a subject I had brought up in a previous episode. Okay. And I think we have some time here for that because honestly, I always get a little nervous. Sure, sure. Whenever um, I don't know what a topic is, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, uh, I had mentioned that my nipples are very, very sensitive. Oh, yes, that's true. They are. They are very sensitive. Um, and, like, <laughs> so sensitive, in fact, <laughs> that when the weather changes, uh, when it gets cold out and the air gets dry, there's less moisture in the air. Sometimes my nipples get so chafed, I like, and it'll just happen in the middle of the day. Uh, I need to to put ointment or chapstick on them because they get so chafed. You put chapstick on your nipples. So, one day I was driving and meeting a, a mutual friend 
uh, and I pull up and I meet the, I, the, the friend greets me at my driver's side window and I immediately ask them, Hey, do you have any chapstick? And they're like, uh, sure. And they give me chapstick and I pull up my shirt and I immediately put it on my nipples. Oh no. <laughs> and they are, they were so mad at me. Because I, I was like, here you go, I'm done with this now. And they're like, no, I don't want it back. You just put it on your fucking nipples. Yeah, that is a little, you know, that, that that's that's just not the normal thing that people would assume with chapstick. Well, it's probably more sanitary. Why, yeah, why would it be any different than my putting it on my lips? It's just, I think it's the... The idea, I get Yeah, it. it's the idea I, of it. Well, fun fact, I'm now married to that person, so... Oh. Yeah, that's right. I, okay. I stole their chapstick and I stole their heart. So, um, but back to my advice, sensitive I guess, nipples. Back to my use, sensitive use nipples. Use chapstick on your nipples. No, to... it's, I've done it a couple more times since then. It just it's, it, they get dry as fuck and it hurts. Like it like, it just hurts to exist uh, with my nipples. <laughs> so the... I actually i I recently had an instance where it was like the first time that I've been aware of sensitive nipples on myself, and. Uh, it was at a recent wedding. It was my sister's wedding. And I was <laughs> dancing a lot. I was not wearing an undershirt. And my nipples really fucking hurt that night. Like, it was really bad. And I looked at them and they were red. So if it's anything like that, then I'm sorry. My my heart goes out to you. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not a... Con- I don't live in constant pain with, these nip- with my nipples. But it is so... Uh, with various partners in the past, they have wanted to, you know, touch my like I, I again, uh, I am I am a uh, a sadist, uh, and I like to dominate and and uh, what have yous, and but sometimes uh, partners will want to give that back, and I'm I'm having no part of it. Um, Just the nipples or all of it? Sp- all over, but especially in the nipple arena, my nipples are extraordinarily sensitive now. I am starting to explore some nipple play. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I get a little touchy when the, you know, when things are going on, but uh, because it's, it's usually, it's just so extraordinarily sensitive that it's not, it, it takes me out of the mood to, to touch them or to mess with them. Um, this person who who asked me to, to touch more on it, to talk more about the subject. Uh, I think was I, I don't know what what they were really looking for with with uh, the advice maybe just me talking about my nipples and that's there you go you're welcome um, I believe they were coming from a place of of um, you know like it's it's a extreme arousal and and uh, you know just when they are with their partner and and you know maybe tips or advice for that and unfortunately I don't have any like I am so sensitive to the touch that I. I don't mess with them at all because it's the opposite of arousing for you. Right, right. It's it's almost immediate uh, soft penis because oh. it's it's uh, they're so sensitive. I can't even think about them without losing an erection. <laughs> so if you if you ever have an unfortunate erection in public, you can just touch your nipple and then your boner goes away. Um, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Is that your no Although I did button? learn a trick for that, honestly, because I, I would get a lot of, I, I still do get random boners um, when I don't want them. 
Yeah, it's a real problem for me, especially at water parks. Sure. Yeah. Any anywhere that a boner is not welcome is is on. It's not. You don't want. Um, but tip to those who have unwanted boners. That is, uh, flex your leg muscles, uh, your your uh, your thighs. Uh, just like flex your thighs while you're sta- sitting or standing. Like alt- I, I usually alternate left and right, left and right, um, because it gets blood pumping in those in your in your legs and your muscles at that point and draws the blood away from your penis. It has worked for me every time. I'll have since, to try that next time. Since learning about this this uh, trick, um, for some reason it always happens to me when I'm driving. I get driving boners. I don't know what that is. It does do. Do you ever experience driving boners? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Especially on long road trips. It's not necessarily even a long road trip. Um, it's it's just a road like any. I mean, it could be any time. It's usually towards the end of my trip. So I guess yeah, I, I can't just hop in the car and bam, I got a boner. But I don't know if it's the hum of the car or what. Like, I don't know. But car I think boners. For me, it's like, I, I think I legitimately am aroused by traveling. Like, I think, like, just going on an adventure turns me on. And, <laughs> oh, like, I think because of the whole, like... I spent I spent a good chunk of my life like that was that was my job. I would travel <laughs> then I would traveling was a big part of my job, but every weekend I would be setting up at conventions in different cities, but there was also this like unspoken rule that I would I would hook up with somebody basically every other weekend. And so traveling kind of like I don't know, it would excite me. It's kind of like um, how like porn stars, when they hear the sound of the film reel in the camera, sometimes they get an erection. Uh, and I mean, this is, I guess, older porn stars now, but like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, a quarter to set, action! <laughs> like a but that's fucking in, uh... hand reel clicking and shit. What in the fuck are you... Okay. I heard it in a documentary once. Right. It, was, it was the the documentary was called Inside Deep Throat. It was about the film Deep Throat, and um, oh, it's, thank uh, you for explaining that. <laughs> it's actually really interesting. Uh, really, really interesting. We've jumped to like seven different topics in the last ten minutes of this fucking episode. I'm so sorry. I've got another one. A, a friend of mine. Oh my god! Um, so this is actually if if you're down. Okay. <laughs> this this is if you're down. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I really I'll, would like to sort out the rest of these, honestly. But but go on, lay it out there. You want to? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, since I have your permission, um, <laughs> if you don't mind recording a video of that, and then <laughs> and then I'll have that. Of your oh um, yeah, I give you my permission. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but. A friend of mine recently bought an old Victorian house. And I I may or may not have gotten permission to film there. I thought it would be hysterical to do a like a period piece porno. 
<laughs> in this Victorian house. It's like, it's like a fucking Victorian angles? mansion. <laughs> you are quite the harlot. <laughs> I just think it'd be great. Like, we can oh, have, like, like, like tablecloths, and then you, like, lift the tablecloth and show the, the leg of the table, and then people get all aroused, because that was a thing, apparently. And uh, just all kinds of just, like, stupid shit. I think it'd be hysterical. Okay. Well, we will definitely... I, I will be happy to help you film a Victorian, a, a period piece porno. The PPP. Yes. PPP. The PPP. Um, I'll, I'll sign <laughs> off on that any day. Um, so driving boners, flex your legs. Nipples. Uh, don't use people's chapstick to rub your nipples. It's really in poor taste. Um, and... Uh, yeah, as far as so, yeah, I'm sensitive all over, and don't fucking touch me. That's your best bet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I really am. Like, I'm very, I'm very strange about touch. Um, You're really like, selling yourself here. I really just so like. I will I, dominate again, you, but don't you dare fucking touch me. If I'm ever coughing in public, for some reason, people want to don't. Don't pat somebody else's back if they're coughing. <laughs> they're not choking. They're just coughing. Okay? If I have something lodged in my fucking throat and I'm gasping for air and I can't breathe, go ahead, pat my back. Go ahead and give me the Heimlich. But if I'm coughing, you slapping the shit out of my spine <laughs> isn't going to solve that. I don't know why people have this urge to touch my back when I'm coughing, but they do, and they shouldn't. <laughs> I feel I feel a lot of pent up anger and frustration here. Uh, I've taken it out on the people in in the moment as well, but I still carry it with me. Yeah. And do you need to talk about this? <laughs> I do. Honestly, I'm going to use this fucking vehicle to do it. This has nothing to do with sex or love or relationships. Don't fucking touch people when they're coughing. Just let them goddamn cough. <laughs> they have air. Just let it happen. <laughs> this one's for all you fucking back touchers. This is a PSA to all back touchers. Yeah. That's, I do not give you consent. I revoke your consent across all coughing platforms. No, um, it's only happened it's actually, twice. That's but. fair, though, because that is a, a strange thing. Like, that's just a thing that people do. Yeah. I mean, again, if you're coughing, you're going to live. Like, because you you have air coming to you. Um, now, if somebody says, like, as they're coughing, if they make the, you know, smack my back motion, sure. But seek that approval first, you know? I don't know. I'm just weird. I'm, I'm trying to think of times weird. that I've hit people on the back when they're coughing. And now I'm like just worried that I've done something wrong. Most be I'm sure I'm positive that nobody has gotten such a violent reaction as I do. Um, <laughs> but it just enrages me, um, and I don't know. I think that's part of, but is is part of the sensitivity is that uh, is the touch, um, because also it's so easy. I mean, like the spine is like a very you can really fuck somebody up if you fuck with their spine. Um, like if you, if you get hit in the kidneys, that sucks and you're going to, it hurts. But if you like 
fucking punch somebody in the spine, you could break their fucking spine. I don't know. <laughs> Slip just a disc. Break their spine. You can, yeah, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Just, just break them right in half. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's all I got now. I got now. I can all I can focus on is me getting touched in the back when I didn't want to be. <laughs> I'm in a bad place now. No. Um. <laughs> I'm just imagining you coughing, and somebody just comes up to you and karate chops your spine. <laughs> and you, you just like you just fold, like you just fold. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, they're going to now. Fuck. Now my days are numbered. I'm going to get karate chopped left and right. Yeah, now everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible now. I'm terrified. Got to walk around with a fucking mirror so I can make sure nobody touches my back. <laughs> you need rear view mirrors. You need yeah. nipple cups. Yeah. So yeah, as far as yeah, the nipple sensitivity, like it only bothers me, you know, in the dry times. Um, and then of course, if someone's trying to uh, touch them in a sexual fashion, if it basically if somebody else is touching my nipples, it's it's too too much uh, stimulation, and I just, I just I shut down. Have you ever thought about like covering them? Like I don't know, getting like bandages or something. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, because it doesn't usually come up. Like, essentially, you know, when when you're when you're exploring your partner for the first time, uh, you can listen to body language, listen to breathing, and also just straight up verbal, you know, yeses and nos. And I'm pretty quick to be like, nope, nope, don't don't go there. You know, like my neck and my my nipples are pretty much off limits. No, no n words for you. Ah, oh, damn it! Every time, Stephen. What? No neck, no nipples. I, I, oh, thank you again. I know what you meant. It's just you, you're always dancing on weird lines. Yes, no neck and no nipples. Um, you know, ne- neck I can make a few exceptions for. We're, we're starting to kind of dip our toes in nipples, but <laughs> dip our toes in some nipples. <laughs> dip our toes in nipples. <laughs> oh, jeez. What a strange image. What a strange image is me getting cried chopped in half. That's... I don't know. I'm imagining like a like a metal album. And it's it's just like a toe dipping into a nipple, but the nipple is rippling. It's a nipple ripple. That's and actually it's... pretty good imagery. I like that. The nipple ripple. The nipple ripple. Wow. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podcast with Benefits. If you enjoyed this show, please rate, follow, and or subscribe to The Podcast with Benefits wherever podcasts are distributed. Please reach out to us by writing an email to bemorethanfriends at gmail.com, commenting on mtfproductions.com, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash be more than friends. One day, we hope to do this for a living, to help make that dream come true, 
please donate what you can to our show at mtfproductions.com. Your donations help us purchase better equipment, fund more merchandise, and hold events. Please share this show with a friend that you love. Thank you.